This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. (coughs) Good afternoon and welcome. Well, it is a big day for CARP. Since Moses took the organization over in 2008, it has made enormous inroads across the country. We've seen major changes in government policy as a result of CARP lobbying. They include restoring the retirement age to 65, increasing old age security for low-income seniors, enhancing benefits for caregivers, among other things. So more and more people want the services and the community that CARP, a new vision of aging, provides. So Starting on May the 1st, CARP will be opening a Western Canadian office in Surrey, B.C. CARP VP of Advocacy Wanda Morris will head up the Western office and will take on the challenge of expanding the footprint of the organization. I'm going to give the numbers out again if you have questions about what that means for you, what CARP can do for you, uh, if you have anything you want CARP to take up. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. Wanda is here with me now. Hi, Wanda. Hi, Libby. Congratulations. Oh, thanks very much. Uh, I mean, it's been a, a great run here in Toronto, and I will be back, but I'm also super excited about uh, growing our membership uh, on the West Coast, uh, particularly BC and Alberta. I know there's a lot of our our cohort out there, and I think if we can work together, we can do some really great things. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, you are, that is actually your home base, so you're excited to be moving back home. Uh, I am. My son is there. I have a couple of grandbabies and a grand dog there, so can't wait to see A grand dog. Okay. (laughs) So first I've heard about moving for a grand dog, but of course that's not the reason that you're moving. Um, what, uh, I mean, there, there really is a big base in BC, and uh, we really felt that we had to expand in a more formal way, though, of course, those chapters out there are very active. Uh, they are indeed, and we've been uh, coordinating different efforts right across the country, but I think there's nothing that substitutes for having somebody focused and on the ground. Uh, I'm excited about the new role. I will keep my role as the head of our national advocacy, so we've got some terrific uh, campaigns and some priorities for this year that uh, we're not going to take the foot off the gas on those, uh, and we can talk about those in a few minutes, but I think there's also some some particular issues in BC. Uh, I know there's an election out there next month, and I'll be interesting to work with uh, whichever government is in power to make some improvements for seniors there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, uh, the word I, I very informal uh, take on the election is that it's likely that the current Liberal government will get back in. You know, I think that was the, the, the feeling. And then the latest polling seems to show a bit of a resurgence for the NDP. Of course, in NBC, the politics are, are very interesting. There's only really the two major parties, the, the Liberals, who represent more to the right of the spectrum, and the NDP uh, on the left. 
Uh, so I, I'm not uh, putting any money down myself, but we will, uh, as always, being a nonpartisan organization, we'll work with whoever yeah, is in who, power. With whoever is in power, of course. Uh, I'm, I wouldn't put any money on it either. Uh, so um, you were mentioning some major initiatives that are underway and will continue to be underway. So what is at the top of the agenda right now? No. So the, the one that's at the top of our list is actually looking after the retirement savings of uh, of of older Canadians and indeed indeed all Canadians we are and and I'm sure that we don't have to tell you this we we've got a, a trifecta of of problems that older seniors or older Canadians are dealing with first is uh, I mean and good problems to have but one is is historic longevity but that increases the risk that people will outlive their savings then we've also got the the case of uh, historically low interest costs which are great for uh, debtors but not so great for savers and investors and then the third issue is that uh, Canada has very high investment costs and fees uh, due to a number of issues. So we uh, we can't do much. Indeed, we don't want to do anything about longevity and, and interest rates are beyond our purview. But we are uh, tackling the issue of these uh, unreasonably high investment costs, which I think reflect a number of structural deficiencies. We have, in fact, already had one win, and we're very excited about a couple more things that we have planned. Well, the the one win was uh, that the government actually instituted teeth so that uh, financial advisors who, who really mislead their clients uh, and who are called out on that Actually, you can collect the fines that you charge them. It seems like a ridiculous oversight that that was not the case before. Yes. Oh, my goodness. People will break rules, but we are sure that they will pay the fines. Uh, right. So we should have guessed rule breakers would dodge the fines. Now the uh, self-regulatory agencies have the ability to collect those. Uh, maybe if I talk a little bit about the other things that we're, we're looking at, one of the, the things that's really uh, disappointing for Canadian investors is that we do not have a best interest standard in place. Uh, and what's particularly frightening about that is that most of our members, and when we've polled them, think that their advisors do uh, have their best interests at heart. So not only do we not have the regulatory standard, but we have a perception that we have it. What that means is kind of in plain English is that if there's a conflict of interest, the advisor has to resolve it in their client's favor. And where this is particularly common is if uh, a, a client is being offered uh, a couple of very similar investments, one having, a, for example, a mutual fund paying a very high fee and another one paying a much lower fee, perhaps an index fund. And a best interest standard would require that if there's equally suitable investments, that the the client be given the the lower cost, be recommended the lower cost fund. This seems like a no-brainer for us, and it's a, it's a big part of our current push. Right. And I mean, I know one of the things that's always been a big issue are the fees that these mutual funds or whatever the product is pay for the advisor because a lot of people and a lot of Zoomers like the idea that they're not paying the fee out of their pocket. But they are paying the fee. So uh, an advisors will put you in something where they get the highest commission or they get to go on the free cruise if they sell enough of it. And then there's a whole issue of, of well, some people, some uh, get the fee up front. But then there are trailer fees that you don't know about that when you want to dump this thing, 
you're going to be charged a big fee at the back end. And, and all of these fees really can eat into any kind of profit that you make. Libby, you have, have really characterized it right on. I, I like to think of it as a salad. And the idea of having a portfolio of stocks is a really good thing. It's a healthy thing for your finances. But all of a sudden, all these other things, the dressing, the nuts, the raisins get added in. So things like front-loaded fees, trailing commissions, uh, uh, deferred sales charges, as you mentioned. There's, of course, uh, management fees that can be significant, uh, can really erode savings so that over time, a third of an individual's investments can be paid in fees, which will put a damper on anyone's retirement. Well, it's it's huge, and people don't realize it. And again, it's that thing where a lot of people, and I have to say, especially a lot of Zoomers, don't like the idea that they're taking cash out of their pocket to pay somebody uh, just for their advice. But... It's, you know, you have to think, yeah, uh, not, none of us works for free, so somebody has to pay them for something, yes. and um, really that's, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty basic. The other thing is, uh, one of the arguments for high fees in Canada that I remember, I don't know if it's still the current argument, is that, oh, it's a small country, and, and, and that is, is that still an excuse? No, and I think we should talk about the whole issue of embedded commissions, Often people are under the misapprehension that they're not paying fees simply because the fund is paying the fees to the investment advisor in their firm. But the reality is that the the fund is paying those fees out of the overall fee they're being charged, that the investor is being charged. Now, in terms of Canada being a small country... I don't buy that. There are a lot of products out there that have lower costs. I think what, what's happened is, is the issue is bundling. And, and if we think about cable TV, you know, how, how many times does somebody want the sports channel and they get a whole bundle of channels that include a lot of things they don't actually want? Exactly the same thing with investment costs. Um, individuals uh, are, are wanting a particular uh, fund, but they end up paying a very high cost for advice without realizing it. Uh, so at CARP, what we're asking for is a ban on embedded fees, on embedded commissions, so that people specifically pay their advisors. Now, the reality is that when that's happened in other countries, advisors, good, strong advisors, have actually often ended up making more money because they can charge more for the quality of their advice. But the overall cost to the client goes down because the advisor puts them in far less expensive products. So the clients do better, the good advisors do better. But of course, the downside is that the business model of many firms uh, doesn't do well. For example, in the the UK, when this was introduced, over 10,000 uh, financial advisors were out of work. But frankly, I yeah. don't think that our work should be to keep advisors at work. It should be to look after uh, investors. Yep, yep. Absol- absolutely. Uh, and, and again, you know, it's like you get what you pay for. You pay somebody for advice. Um, you get advice that's good for you. Uh, you let an, an investment company pay them to sell their products, to push their products, even with ridiculously high fees. Uh, that's what that's what you get. And and honestly, over time, even the best mutual funds with the highest fees do what they call reverting to the mean. So they don't beat the market over time, which means you can buy a very inexpensive index fund and and probably end up over time 
with the same returns. Um, another uh, trick that I, I want to tell people about is that um, um, I um, sort of get bundled uh, with one of my brothers, even though it's a totally separate savings account. So that lowers the fee because there's more money under management. So if you have other family members, maybe you can do that. That's a, a way to save some dough. Oh. Libby, I love that idea. I hadn't heard that one before. Well, yeah, it it I, I guess it depends, and you always you have to want to be managed by the same uh, company. But um, yeah, it's a good good thing. Um, I think it's it's really important because, as you say, we're living longer. We're going to need that money. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that's clearly a, a really big focus of CARP right now. Um, looking out to to the the rest of the year, we have uh, two other areas that we're focusing on. One is uh, something we've talked about here on the show, which is the issue of elder abuse in long-term care facilities, particularly where we have individuals with dementia. We've all been horrified by the story of Tammy Carbino and want to, yeah, to we make just, sure we put some We just changes. followed up with her on, uh, on, um, mon- on Tuesday. I don't remember which day, but it was, it was terrible. Um, her, her father is in his final days, and oh. it's, it's really awful. That's wretched. And... And in situations like that, it's really heartbreaking for the family. And we hope that we can at least offer them the opportunity to, to take their experience and, and use it to fight for others. And, and we're so appreciative of Tammy's support in that regard. Uh, our final priority for the year is, is that of surgical wait times. Uh, this isn't such an issue in Ontario that we're aware of, but particularly out west, we're hearing of people uh, waiting unconscionably long times for surgery. And of course, you don't even get on the list for surgery till you're in significant pain. So so this is, is very debilitating. Um, and in fact, what happened is people were showing up in emergency rooms in the wrong year because their, their appointment date was so far in advance. So that's uh, another issue that we, we think it's time CARP tackled. Okay. Uh, so Wanda, thanks. Uh, you know, we, we see your lovely face here all the time. Now, of course, we still are going to be talking frequently. Uh, it's just going to be over the phone lines. But uh, thank, thanks for everything and all the best of luck and um, onwards and upwards for CARP. Thanks so much, Libby. Thanks uh, to all your listeners for all their support in our campaigns, their memberships and their donations. And I just see us going from strength to strength. Okay. That's uh, that's it. As we say, CARP uh, going to expand its footprint out west. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.